the bone. Yeah. Let's talk, dude. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Episode number seven. Damn. It flies. Episode number seven. It was like number one yesterday. Number one doesn't feel real. Number one was a fake. And number two, fake episodes. All of them. They all feel fake. Every time we end the episode, we have no clue what we talk about. We have to go back and re-listen. Bro. All right. I'm kind of going into it quick. We'll we'll, we'll run it back, but I kind of want to get into it. But, like, growth mindset, fixed mindset. Like, challenging yourself, getting better. We'll dive into it. Whatever. Think about the first episode and think about right now. Day by day, you see no changes, but when you look back on it, everything is different. Okay, okay. So, I have a question written down here, okay? And this is a question that I thought I was going to ask later in the podcast, but I'm just going to start <laughs> off with it. Uh, what is growth? Because we, we talk about growth often, and like Kaizen, yeah, 1% better each day. Okay, cool. Got it, Zach and Chesco. We already listened to that. What is growth? Kaizen. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah, 1% better. But what is better? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. What is better? What is growth? What is better? If growth is getting better... I don't know. I have no opinion. I think... Okay, I'm going to share mine. I think that growth is extreme humbleness. Meaning, growth can only exist when we realize that where we are can be enhanced in some way. Or where we are is not a final product. And we're never going to be a final product. So by getting super humble with where we are, we're recognizing that there is room for more. Mm, Accepting. You want to accept. Accept where you are. Yeah. So being present, being present, but it goes deeper than that. It goes more into like, I know. Okay. This is a quote. This is a quote. It goes, the more I learn, the less I know. I'll say it again. The more I learn, the less I know. Who said that? I, I, f- I forgot off the top of my head. I have head. no idea. I'm gonna but ha- what? Yeah. Okay. So the more I learn. Meaning the more books you read, the more conversations you have, the more perspectives you take in, the less I know. What do you, but what is knowing then? Like how, how do you know less? Knowing is, Socrates said it best. Knowing is, is knowing, knowing. Exactly. Oh, damn. Yeah. That makes sense then. I know that I know nothing. Ooh. This is, this is a perfect segue into today's conversation, growth versus fixed mindset yeah dude let's talk about it (laughs) i'm so excited for this one this is huge though this is like important in a sense of like you don't want to be stuck in the same position like i look at it in a perspective of like being hungry like i want to wake up and just be a fucking animal like i just want to attack Every single day. I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to be, like, stale, if that makes sense. I want to know that I'm going towards something and I'm progressing towards something. Okay. 
I have a question for you. Yeah. You rep- like the image that you just created in my mind was a lion. Because I think uh, that yeah. I think that my spirit animal is a lion. In in a way. Right? It's it's funny to say, but I think mine's an English bulldog. Which <laughs> I mean I I don't know how that could Hey, but hey, I mean an English bulldog, I mean they it's can get me. Af- they can get it's, after it. It's me, dude. It is Are me. you shitting me? Okay, it is. It is. But they're hungry. Yeah. Alright, a wolf. A wolf, a lion, whatever furry yeah. animal you want to be. A right? carnivore? Alright. Ah, let's, Mr. Let's Vegetarian. Not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not get into that. Alright, whatever, All right, whatever. But yeah, bro, like just just oh. Okay, like, so I wanna you, I w- be the best. I re- but okay. like I know what the best is without even knowing what the best is. What like, is I the just best? Wanna just progression, just just progression. Like what is progression? Perfecting, practicing my craft with the like the immen- the most amount of effort that I could put towards it. Okay, so that you're getting into something. Effort, mm, effort. So instead of being the best, why don't we just Take the best effort. Why don't we just put the, the most perfect effort, effort? The most effort you can. Right, right. Like, you don't, like, there's this fallacy that you have to wake up at 100% battery every single day. And Negative. that's just not true. Negative. Like, you can wake up at 70% battery and give 100% of that 70%. 100%. So, I saw a quote and it was like, um, if you feel weird waking up and still being tired, don't. Because 90% of the population feels like that. It's okay to feel like that. Like, not wanting to get out of bed. Getting, ten, like, eight plus hours of sleep and still feeling like you slept two hours. What do you do anyways, though? You get after it. Right. And you that's get the your animalistic, that's the animalistic side of things, what, what you're referring to. Yeah. Like, it just, it's, it needs to be done. Why does it need to be done? In my opinion. In my opinion. For, like... Maybe my mental state, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's my ego of like wanting to be the top of what I'm doing. Okay. Wanting to be the best. Yeah, essentially. But like we always used to say it in football, playing football, like winning the championship, whatever, stepping whatever. Like if you're at the top of the mountain, you always have a target on your back. Like oh somebody's always trying to take you down. Somebody's always trying to be better than you. Fuck that. Nah. I'm staying here, and I'm doing whatever it takes to stay here. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I would argue, though, that there's never a top to the mountain. Like, there's no summit. Exactly, but that's why I'm staying here, because I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to keep putting that work in. I'm going to keep growing, because when you reach the top, you're fixed. If you think the top is the top, you're you're in a fixed mindset. When you feel like you've reached a top, yeah. like when you feel like you've reached a specific best or end knowledge exactly because it's like if you've reached that going into the definition of a fixed mindset did you write down yeah key terms off the definition a fixed mindset means that your intelligence is limited you think that your intelligence is limited exactly there was another point on google um not accepting challenges anymore you're not willing to challenge yourself anymore screw that there's oh it's Practice versus what was practice versus process? Yeah, it's a practice, dude. 
You oh, wake man. up every day and practice what you love to progress in it. There's no outcome. Because when there is an outcome, that's when it's fixed. And that's when, ooh, bringing it back to whatever podcast, that's when we have hope. Oh. And when we don't reach this outcome, it's like, I've lost hope. But no, it, you could have a goal of continuing to practice, but there's not going to be a point in time where it's like, oh, in 10 years, I want it to be here, but I'm not. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So valuing the everyday in and out practice of doing something over the end result of actually getting there. Boom. Exactly. Because is there ever an end result? In my opinion, no. In my opinion, no as well. End is death. We talked about that. All right, dude. Our, our right, physical I just gave, form. Okay, I our, just, you just gave me the look. I just gave Jessica a dirty look. Of our physical form. All right, I gave you a dirty look earlier with the vegetarian thing, but whatever. Right. I deserve that one. <laughs> we're even now. Yeah. Okay, so we're touching on some good things here. Now, the important thing that I want to bring up is not just talking about what a fixed mindset is, but also letting the audience know what a growth mindset really is. And it's really just the opposite of fixed. So growth mindset means that you believe your intelligence and talents can be developed over time. Okay, I have a couple points that I want to bring up within this definition itself. Um, first off, intelligence and talents. Who defines intelligence and talents? Who, who defines that? IQ tests, EQ tests. Okay, true. Quant like quantitatively, there are measures yeah. out there that can define that. But then you could be like, oh, street smarts, whatever street smarts is. Right. Business smarts, whatever that is. Right. Fitness smarts. There's, there's so many vast majorities of what intelligence is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and talents. So you have a perception of my talent. Our best, my best, another good friend of mine. Our. our our whole inner circle, right? Yeah. We're a part of the same inner circle. All of our guy friends, all of our girlfriends, everything. Everybody has a <laughs> everybody has a a perception of what each other's talents are, and each of those perceptions could be different from your own perception. So at the end of the day, what really, really matters is is it yourself and your own perceptions of your talents, or is it a combination of that and others yourself. that you're close to? Yourself. Mm. My opinion. Yourself. Said it. Say it a thousand more times. You're, you're putting this world along. You're out of it along. It's you. Be selflessly selfish. You know what I mean? Like, when you start thinking about what other people perceive your talents to be or just anything of you, like the outsiders, that's when it's like, oh, maybe I'm not doing this right. Oh, maybe I'm not doing this right. Ooh. I don't care. My talent is my talent, and I know my talent, and I know what it takes for me to become more talented. But when you start, it becomes interactional. It's like, oh, but this person might think this. This person might think this. That's when we overthink. That's when we get anxious. Paralysis by analysis. Damn. <laughs> Where did that come from? That just came off the dome, to be honest. Yeah. I learned that in a sports psych class that I took. Yeah. But, yeah. Say it again. Anal paralysis. Paralysis by analysis. Paralysis by analysis. But break it down. Paralysis, you're unable to move, unable to think, possibly, or a combination of both, by analysis. So meaning you're, you're thinking too much that you can't move. Yeah. Or you're thinking too much 
that you paralyze yourself from performing at your highest level. 100%. That's when you overthink. You get anxious. I see. In my opinion. In my opinion. So at the end of the day, it's important to gather feedback from your closest friends and family members. But, but, this is where I was going. But at the end of the day, your own perception of you is what ultimately matters because it is your life in your own skin. Yes. Nobody sees the world from you. Exactly. Nobody. We forget that. Yeah. And I think we value the opinions of other people way too much. Way too much on a higher scale than we value the opinions of ourselves. But have we have we also looked in the mirror and have been truly honest with ourselves? Are we truly honest of the fact that we could be limiting ourselves because we think we know. Because we think we know the answer, we're limiting ourselves and, inf- and reinforcing a fixed mindset, and we're not allowing ourselves to engage in some of the mindfulness, self-reflective, meditative processes that bring about a, a true form of enlightenment. Yeah. And I think the next comment I'm about to make kind of contradicts myself because I just said, like, it's all... The only thing that matters is the way you perceive yourself. But at the same time, it does depend on who your circle is. And you mentioned feedback, and we have to make sure that that is constructive feedback compared to... There's a way to get feedback. There is a way to get feedback to progress compared to, like, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. That could be opinion. Mm -hmm. But when it's constructive, it's like, you did this really well. But this maybe could use some work. Think about it. Reflect on it. Like that, that's constructive feedback. That's So constructive feedback is a combination of two things. Informational and motivational feedback. We learned about this in class. So like when you have informational feedback, you're simply observing what happened and giving them tips and tricks that they could do informationally, educationally, that they can do to perhaps enhance their skill level however a motivational feedback is much different than that you're acknowledging that the knowledge part is really important but at the same time you're being a human being Mm. like you're actually being there for them exactly you're encouraging them so a combination of both motivational and informational feedback equals constructive feedback and i think it's highly highly overlooked Underrated, overlooked. Overla- overlooked, underrated. That these two components, both of them, not one or the other. Not one, but the other. No, and, and. Like that and word needs to be incorporated there. And I think our job as future physical therapists and future sports psychologists, performance psychologists, is to embrace that and learn how to give constructive feedback. But in our world as an individual, Outside of like professionalism, it like I said earlier, it's our job to surround yourself with people that give you constructive feedback. And I think when that happens, it's easier to have a growth mindset because when you surround yourself with people that not necessarily give you that constructive feedback, it's like, screw what that guy says, screw what she says, what I'm doing is working, what I'm doing is right. But at the end of the day, that's a fixed mindset. If you're not going to take other people's opinions when they're truly there for you and truly trying to make you better, 
then you're kind of like in the middle of like where's what's growth what's fixed i think what you just touched upon is more of like an externally oriented fixed mindset meaning you're allowing the opinions and reflections of other people to impact how you perceive yourself and your perception of yourself is now being convoluted and manipulated in your own mind. So you, you tell yourself that either one, I'm going to listen to what they say, everything that they say and use it as all truth or you completely deny what they say and say, I'm good, which is what you talked about. Mm, yeah, that's why it's tough. There's a fine line, I think. I think there's a fine there's line. There's a fine line between like externally oriented versus internally oriented constructive feedback. Exactly. And what to take as like truth and what to take as like, oh, no, I, I know for a fact that this is right, but I'm going to use that other opinion that he said. Oh, that's okay. So now we're getting into like filters. Yeah, bro. It's super important. Like, it's super like important. what if everyone could have that filter? Like, what if everyone just had a filter in their brain that just sorted information as it was being given to them? But right? I think it comes with experience. That filter develops when you get experience. Experience. Okay. I, I agree. But let's make it very clear that experience alone does not do the trick. You need to have experience and reflect on that experience. You need to reflect on that experience with others that also reflect on their experience. 100%. So experience doesn't create wisdom. Your reflection of that experience creates the wisdom. And by having wisdom, you realize that you know jack shit. You know nothing. Yo, that was like... That that, just go closer. That was one of the deepest things you said that like I understood. You know how I like I get that haze in my eyes? I get yeah. lost. Yeah. That was like, I followed everywhere. Like, that was good. Wow. That was really good. But, like, I'm not going to, sh- I'm not, I'm not going to, like, say people's names. But in one of our, um, what's our Doxy class in the morning? Therapeutic prescriptions. Therapeutic prescriptions. One of the exercises that an individual went over was not good. It wasn't, a, it, it, it leads to injury. Okay. And like there's studies done and there's a reason why because it puts your your joint it's like literally the test of an impingement for that joint. I'm not going to say the joint because I don't want people to know who Right, it is. right, right. And like it was just false. False. Yeah. So I know like that is not like I could step away and be like, "Nope. I'm not going to do that." Even okay. If, if even if you think it's going to help somebody, I know it's not from research i see so like that filter has come again that's an educational filter exactly but i've reflected on it i've used it in my own life you know what i'm saying so in my so okay i see what you're saying and it 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 makes complete sense and i but i think there's more dimensions meaning that dimension plus another dimension another dimension make up a complete thought truth Filter, a yeah. filter is what I'm, I'm like talking about. How, oh, like, okay. To construct this filter, there's like the fact based, like knowledge based filter, right? Because filters aren't just like one sheet of cloth. It's like a sheet and another sheet and another layer and another layer. You ever see like those, like a big rock goes through and then like the little rocks? Yeah, and, like yeah. The, the, like going for gold. Kind of off topic. They came out like these shower heads where like they it has like big pebble like in the 
in the yes. nozzle leading out through the tube. Big pebbles, small it's got pebbles. Big, small, yeah, exactly. So I'm talking about like those pebbles within the shower head itself. Yeah. If we, if you can, audience, if you could kind of picture what I'm talking about with that shower head, or even just any sort of filter that has multiple layers, Chesco referred to just one of, of those the multiple of the multiple layers. There's levels to this shit. There's a, straight. Oh, oh up. my god, so many levels. So we have education, knowledge, fact-based filter. And then what about like the BS filter when it comes to opinions of like that people have? So for example, if I saw you in class in the morning and I said, Chesco, I hate the tattoo that you just got. Why the hell did you just do Yo, that? Yo, relax. Okay, what you know, you don't care. Hey, <laughs> Okay. No, I, I get it. I get For it. For the sake of the thing, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I say that, and vegetarian. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's settle down here. Let's settle down. It's jokes. I it's know, jokes. Yeah, no, it is totally jokes. They really think that we're serious, but we're Imagine. Really not. No, they don't know. They don't think we're serious. But please, I hope they don't. Anyways, there's a filter of like, like an interpersonal filter. Of Empathy. Could be. It could be co- an empathetic filter. An empathetic filter. A sympathetic filter. A combination of both. Of like them. knowing when somebody's coming from like their heart and right. like they're being right honest or truthful. Yeah. A communication filter. What's their body language like? Can you read? Can you? Oh my gosh! I'm about to get into some deep shit. Can you like picture their energy for a second? The person giving you these negative feedback of or like this just not constructive harmful feedback and they're like oh i hate this about you i don't like this right can you pick up their vibrations like can you pick up their energy for that day can you look at them and say oh your legs are crossed your arms are folded you're in a defense pose and clearly something's been going on in your personal life and i'm not going to take what you just said personally yeah there's another one i saw that's a filter i don't i just said a lot of words but that's a filter yeah like when you're talking to somebody if their foot is pointed away from you subconsciously they want to leave the conversation Ooh. Yeah, bro. It's like there's so much with body language. I, oh, I was watching a Dr. Phil thing because it was like the only thing on TV. I don't watch TV, but I was watching it. And it was body language specialists Ooh. talking about a uh, a woman that her daughter was abducted. But they think that she had something to do with it and like this porn mob or something like it was some crazy shit. Oh, wow. But like she they could tell by like the direction of her lip when she cried, the eye contact, her arm positioning, her head positioning. And they were able to, like, tell that it was bullshit. Oh, wow. And then when some of that body language went away, it was like, okay, she's speaking her truth. That's that's her honest opinion. Wow. Yeah, bro. Like, like that's another filter, I guess. Yeah, okay. Here's but another- that's an educated filter, too, because you need to research that. You need to study that. You need to be an expert on that. Right. And just to go along with what you just said, here's another fact. 60% or close to 60% of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, in the gym, bro, there's there's always videos of like like gym bros talking to each other with headphones on. Oh my god. And they're saying no words and it's like and it's like, yeah, I could use this or like like yeah. can we work in? <laughs> like it's all ver- it's all pointing fingers, all nodding heads, yeah. flexing yeah. muscles at each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's true. It's true. So, but it it takes, I, but again, doesn't it all link back to self reflection? 
It does. Or reflection of the experience you Reflection had. in general. Self-reflection being a part of that. To build those filters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to Dr. Moore about this. Like, literally, if we could just have a truth filter. It doesn't have to be, like, a bullshit filter or a fact-based filter or anything. Just a truth filter where you can sit in a conversation listen to somebody and i said listen and not hear because there's a big difference and we've talked about that difference but if you could listen actively active recall these kind of things if you could listen to somebody look at them in the eye and see a truth dude this world would have zero problems we would love unconditionally everybody yeah everybody because you'll see the bullshit and all of it and if we really cared we, w- we would separate from our ego a little bit, right? And this actually goes into my next point that I have written down. An egocentric behavior is characterized as a fixed mindset behavior. So if you're egocentric, what is that word? Egocentric. egocentric. If you're egocentric, those behaviors contribute to a fixed mindset. Because you are attached to your ego, you are realizing that, or you you think that nothing else could be true. You put up walls. You put up walls. You don't allow others to shape and mold you. You don't allow yourself to have honest, truthful reflection. So, this definitely dives back, sorry to cut you off, what I, that first almost sentence that I said of like, it's me. Like, you can't oh, yeah. you can't focus too much on what other people think of you. But like I said, fine line. Because I don't want to contradict myself at all. Like, it, there is a fine line. You I think when you said it's you, you were talking about bottom line. Like, and, and I agreed. Bottom line, end of the day, it is you. Yeah, I just want to clear that. Yeah, I want to clarify clear. that. Because I don't want it's people clear. to think like, oh, fuck what everybody else thinks. Or like, oh, my dad's not right. My mom's not exactly. right. Exactly. Or like, my close friends, like, screw them. Like, I, I'm, I know better than everybody. There's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to be reflective on it. You need to have a filter of what to take in, what not to take in, what's too much to take in. Mm. Don't let your ego take over because that's when you're just going to be stuck in the same damn place for the rest of your life. Bro, I stress interpersonal relationships. I stress having conversations. Why? Every person that I meet in a PT clinic, I am learning from their experience. I have a growth mindset. I want to walk into every conversation and take one positive thing away from every single person I meet. And in 10 years, if I work on 20 plus people that have MBAs from Columbia or wherever, NY, whatever. like God knows what. Yeah. I'm going to know some shit about business or mm. finance, whatever I said, finance or a philosophy teacher, how many philosophy teachers I'm going to meet, how many chemistry teachers I'm going to meet. If I have a genuine conversation with these people, there is so much information out there that I could take away from them. 100%. And that's you breaking down your own barrier, your own ego to allow more intelligence to seep in. Again, you basically just told everybody out there in the world that you have a growth mindset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not tying it back. Hundred percent, and that is why I think you and I and a lot of our other close friends are so successful for this where we are right now. Is insane. Our cohort—we were talking about this earlier today. Our cohort 
of seniors at Manhattan College this year graduating in 2022 is insane. We're going to change the world. Yeah, I'm confident. We're our, I should let me rephrase. We're going to change our world, our own individual worlds. And if we change enough people in our own individual worlds, that's when you make a bigger change. That's when you can make and hope for a bigger change across the globe. 100%. And whether it changes the world or not, we're going to live fulfilled. We're going to live abundantly. We're going to manifest some amazing things. And we're going to be so intentional. We're going to get so intentional. Just personal. And personal. We're going to get so damn personal. And that right there, I think, is the essence of life. <laughs> life, growth mindset, fixed mindset, right? 100%, bro. <laughs> I don't that's, know why why. I, that's why I was putting so much emphasis on it. It's super important. Super important. Like, bro, I was talking about the conversations I was having with people. And that was being, that's an outlet for growth. I saw on your page, read more books. Mm. That's another outlet. Read as read. much as you Dude, can. I used to hate reading. Hate I, I, it. Bro, I'm not going to cap. I still hate reading. Hate it. Okay, but what do you read? I think I have what's the ADHD when I can't focus. Something like that. Pretty confident I have that. Okay, so... It's super. Be careful with diagnosing these things. No, I know. I but know. if but you like want to tell yourself that, like a little bit, a little bit, because like my mind just wanders. Okay, Granted, that could be a mindful thing. I can okay, yeah. to practice. Yeah. All the deep bullshit aside. Yeah, it's really focused to fo- like deep work to like read and like absorb. Oh, by the way, I just said deep work. That's a great book. Y'all should check it out. Deep work. Deep work. Yeah, I'm gonna look up the author right now. Do you know what it's about? Yeah. Fully being present with what you're doing and being intentional over habitual. I haven't gotten through the whole thing, but it's by Cal Newport. Look up Deep Work by Cal Newport. Rules for focused success in a distracted world. (laughs) So my perception of a fake ADHD. Maybe I just got to be more present. Maybe you just got to read this book. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right. But I'm. Shout out to Cal Newport because this is a crazy awesome topic. You just saw live proof of a growth mindset. True. Like, I'm accepting that I I just lied to myself. Like, (laughs) I straight up just lied that I have a a psychological disease. I wish we had one of those things where we can import a clapping noise for all the audience. (laughs) Yo, Loki, I could probably figure that out. Honestly, we could try to figure it out. (laughs) But, like, I recognized it. Like, I saw my ego was there. It's like, all right, let me take a step back. Let me me stop instead of taking a step back. Let me just stop in the moment. We talked about this. All right, maybe I'm lying to myself. Maybe I just. It's a little bit hard for me to stay present when I read. Like, maybe it's something to work on. Yeah. Something to work on. It's a challenge that I've accepted to work on. I'm probably going to grow now. Dude, thank yourself right now. Thank you, Chesco. Yeah, that was powerful, dude. Yeah, bro. That was that was vulnerability. That was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We have we have an audience today. We do. This we have a couple. Of, yeah. I'm sweating right now. You're sweating? Is I'm the, absolutely sweating. Is the lights? No, no. Oh, no. It's Ryan's piercing eyes. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, reading super, uh, for me, I think the education system 
built the idea of reading around memorizing something for the sake of a grade, right? And I, I was reading like Greek mythology, which now I love, by the way. But when I was reading it back when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, I hate, or I'm sorry, that was that's a little early. I was like in high school. When I was reading it back in high reading school. Reading Marcus Aurelius really? as a fourth grader. <laughs> like, imagine. Right. I like reading this stuff in high school. I hated it because I was doing it for an outcome. But now when I just do it because I love to read and just soak in information and apply it in my daily life, I'm having a conversation with the book. Like I'm literally as I'm reading, I'm having a conversation with myself and the book at the same time. Yo, this might be weird, bro. But like when I do read Marcus Aurelius, like. I low-key have a vivid image of, like, him talking to me. Yeah. Like, I see oh his... Oh, my gosh. I, I see him say that. speaking his words. Yes. And I think that kind of helps me absorb Oh, my it. gosh. It's crazy you said that because before I read Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, I made sure I watched a lot of David Goggins. So, like, YouTube videos, Instagram, TikTok, all these things. So, when I read the book... I literally had his voice in my mind. Yeah, bro. Yo, Shout out to Audible, by the way, and like all these other, like Scribd and all these other really cool. Those are audiobooks, no? They're platforms that you can purchase audiobooks. Yeah, bro. See, I listened to Can't Hurt Me. I think I mentioned this, I think, in the first podcast, actually. Maybe. Oh, we, we did talk about it a little yeah. bit in the first. Bro, I was on the Stairmaster, balling, not balling, mm-hmm. but like getting emotional. Yeah. Like, it's great. And you hear the voice and you're what? You're locked in. Yeah. But imagine doing that when you're reading. I see. I see. Imagine not needing it to be in your ear being spoken to you to get that emotional, to be that present with the book. It's not easy, in my opinion, for me, my experience. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Listening is a lot like, just, or I'm sorry, reading is a lot like listening to conversation with people every day. Oh my gosh, like there are so many times where I feel so guilty because I'll be engaged in a conversation with someone and my mind is just totally not focused on what they're saying. And so their their mouth is moving and nothing is coming in my brain. It's just, it's not even, you know how they say in one ear and out the other? It wasn't even in that it first wasn't year. In ear. No, it wasn't even in that first year. Yeah, I've, I've had those moments. Sorry, Dr. Clemente, but like we're talking about something. Yo, and I was like proactive. <laughs> Dude. I was proactive in this class. Like no, answering. No, yeah. Getting philosophical, whatever. Yeah. And then like, yo, five minutes went by and I like rose my head and I was like, yo, bro, math class. Math class. You ever look at a board? Dude, stop. And it's it. like, where did those numbers like, come 18 from? pages of numbers come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. ADHD. <laughs> okay all right all right uh again loose loose diagnosis loose, loose. very loose very loose diagnosis very over loose. here but same thing in reading we read we read pages we I, could, I read a whole chapter yesterday a whole chapter and you needed to reread it and i read yeah i didn't need to i wanted to you got to i got to the bone yeah Anyways, wow. But I reread the chapter, and I'm going to be honest. I was a little frustrated at myself. It was it was a little tough mentally because I finished the chapter, and I was like, oh, I, wait a minute. I had this moment of like, wait, 
wait, I just, I just, I just finished this chapter and there's not one takeaway that I got, not one. And I reread like the first couple pages, and I'm like, oh, I get pissed. I get pissed, so pissed, because it's like, yo, I'm, I'm five pages through this chapter, and it's like, I'm thinking about what the mom's making for dinner, right? And I'm like, yo, yeah, like, I just wasted. Is that a sign to stop? No, it's or a sign it to pick up a highlighter and actually focus. I get tight. Your highlighters are crucial. I get tight. But like, yo, when my focus is intentional, it's completely different. We went to Pennsylvania. They were like. Gabby and her sister were doing homework, and I was I was reading. I think, oh, this is when I saw a quote on Instagram, and then I read it in the book the next day. So it was oh. like crazy, oh. and I showed you on uh, Monday. But like, I was super intentional because I knew I had to focus because like there was like external like white noises around me. Oh yeah, no, like yeah, because there were people around. Yeah, me. there is. So I'm the I'm the person that's gonna start a conversation. Right. So I was like, all right, shut up, focus, mm. lock in. And, like, I was, for the, not the first time, but, like, one of the times I was able to be, like, yo, this chapter is crazy. During the chapter. And after that, I had so many takeaways. And it was dope. Highlighter. 100% the highlighter. But it was the intentional focus. Intentional focus is sick. Now, I just had flow. Flow. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably in the state of flow. Tunnel vision. Time didn't exist. Yeah. Locked in. Yeah. Didn't hear much. Yeah. Flow. Nothing around you. Nothing. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I just had a thought. What's up? Part of the filter we talked about earlier, what if we just had like a highlighter? Like like a a a part of our brain that served as a highlighter. That when we were having conversations with people, we could just highlight certain things. And then when it's our turn to speak. We can reference that highlighted page or highlight those that host highlighted sections, and be like, "Ooh, like let's dissect this, this, and this," because these are the three takeaways I got from what you just said. Like, what a skill that would be to develop, bro! But that skill is that skill is being present with the conversation because all the it hi- is all the highlighter does is facilitates mindfulness when you're reading. It allows your focus to be intentional because you're looking for something to highlight. So when you're having, so bring it outside, outside of reading, when you're having a conversation, be intentional of like listening Mm. to the words. Listening to listen and not listening to hear. Yeah. And like focus on everything they're saying, like the context, where they're coming from, their perspective on things. And I think that's when you're going to subconsciously highlight dude what if everyone just did that everybody just did that all the time connectedness would be through the roof i think we would realize that we're all one one with one bro one with one we're all the same next week's podcast episode Ooh, that's gonna be tough no no i'm cutting you off oh cut me off we're having a guest next podcast Oh, I'm doing we are it. having a guest. I'm saying it. We're doing it. Okay. Gabe Castillo. He'll be on this podcast. Gabe Castillo. I don't care how like much I drive myself insane to figure everything out and how to edit and whatever. We're going to make it happen. Monday. All right. This is Write the first time you're hearing this. Write it down. Right. Well, I, had I think guy. I also had a thought. It's time. It is time to have a guest. It's time. It is. 
And I had the same thought. I got ahead of myself. I'm not going to lie. We'll run it back. Full vulnerability. Full vulnerability. I got ahead of myself right there. I'm acknowledging that I got ahead of myself. I'm acknowledging that I probably should have stopped, taken a step back, and realized that I also had the same thought earlier this week. And who knows? Maybe we'll wind up talking about it anyways. But Gabe Gabe Castillo. Gabe, coming for you, bro. Yo, honestly, bro, this podcast isn't even going to be out. It's not even going to be out but until he's he'll be on it before this is out. It doesn't matter. I know, but like to hear his name shout out, he'll be like, oh, That'd I'm be excited. Sick. I'll yeah, probably send him, send him this part. I'll send yeah. him this clip. Well, to everyone else who listened tonight, thank you, because this was a cool conversation. Yeah, this was dope. Growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Let's strive to have a growth mindset. Lock it in. Great things will happen. Gotta drop it. Show some love. Show some likes. Watch the audio. Watch the visual. It'll. It's. We're getting there. We're getting. We're there. getting there. I want to pop off. We are popping off. We are. The bone. Yeah. We talked. Yeah, we did, man. You just got a taste of the bone.